1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, why whales? Well, we're back from permissionless, uh, and it was an amazing experience for so many of us to finally meet in person. But but now, let's go ahead and, and start diving into like, there's been a lot of evolutions and projects. And I think we've seen kind of the, the boom of, of 2021. And, and now we've got the bear market of 22. How long that will last, I don't think anyone really knows. But for those that are kind of really ingrained in the space and, and here for the long haul, a, a bear market isn't always a bad thing. Like, clearly, it's, it's bad from an investment perspective, but it gives some time where the heat kind of comes off the market and allows those that are already building or wanting to build some time and space to really concentrate. On what's the next evolution in the space? And as always, it's never going to be what we saw before. We've seen the the DeFi. DeFi is now a given. There's no like major protocols coming out that we see that's like, oh my god, DeFi. I can swap coins. Like we get it. That's a normal thing. We saw NFTs. We saw DAOs. And now we're about to start seeing um, probably the rise of a, a few other technologies, Metaverse included. Um, but but we've got uh, Paul and Scott here from Bet You. And So for anyone that wants to know a little bit more about their history, uh, please refer back to uh, the original Bet You podcast, which will be linked below. Um, but, but let's kind of jump in with you guys and say, it, it's been, what, uh, three, four months since the last time we talked. So let, let's catch up and, and and how's the ride been so far?
2: Yeah, it was great meeting you in Miami too, Jay, and a bunch of the whales. So it's nice chatting to everyone who I met there in Miami and me uh, coming in from Montauk today in New York before heading back to Bali. Scotty's in uh, Sunny Noosa in Australia. But, uh, no, it's been a great journey so far. Obviously, as you said, the, um, the rise in, in the market, obviously, 2020, 2021, um, and now it's obviously pulled back a lot this year. But as you did say, like it, and I think based from all the discussions at Permissionless and also at VCon, everyone was sort of talking about that, you know, that bear market gives the builders the opportunity to build without that stress. Of people saying, you know, why aren't we pumping um, all the time? You know, or there's not that constant um, talk of price, where it's more about the actual building of the product and what we're doing. Um, so, in terms of you, we uh, we launched Earn You, which was our prediction uh, play to earn prediction game. Um, so, we launched that about eight or nine weeks ago now, and so we're just in the process of growing those numbers and the players. Uh, it's been a little bit slower than we would have thought. Obviously, the Correction in the market um, probably didn't help that. But we're uh, excited to roll out the BetU platform in the coming months and then post that BetUverse. So, BetUverse is the whole metaverse resort and casino, which we've been busy building since last year. Um, all the casino floors. Well, and we're
1: the- not. I'm not gonna. No, we're not. We're not jumping into to the metaverse yet. I, I, I know you're ready to go. You're ready to go on the metaverse thing. But there's, there, like, bet you and everything you built was a huge project. I mean, massive undertaking. And so I don't. I don't want to jump into you know what's next, which I always know as the dev side is, is dev side is what you guys are like excited about the new thing. But let's really talk. What what was learned? What was kind of the successes and, and even some of the kind of learnings that you had around around launching? Because you guys started. Uh, it was a B and B. Um, coin, correct?
2: Correct. Oh, yeah. On yeah, it's on uh, Binance
1: Smart Chain. Yeah. So, so talk a little bit about you know the launch and what you guys have occurred. You know what's occurred from from that perspective of the original platform uh, that that kind of got you guys excited, that you validated your the original theses, and then some of the learnings of what you're you're now kind of coming through and, and pivoting a little.
2: Yeah. Well, so we went. So we went the, the initial sure. concept was is still the peer to peer betting, which we haven't rolled out yet. And so we moved, we shifted when we first um, started building, but this is probably before we even spoke to you, is we went from, um, we wanted to roll out the play-to-earn game initially for a bunch of reasons. One is obviously licensing, so we could offer a product globally without any restrictions. And so, and also the popularity of the play-to-earn gaming space in comparison to, say, like the gambling space, just within crypto with Axie, for example. When we first did the shift, Axie was about, you know, $30-odd and it, what did it pump to, $160 or something, and now it's come back to 30 or less and doesn't look like slowing. Um, but so we wanted to roll out a platform globally uh, without any restrictions, and so we went for the, the play-to-earn game first, which is that's what we've rolled out. And the learnings, obviously, from that is... The platforms are essentially, the Betu platform and the you platform is essentially the same infrastructure. It's just one is um, you can't lose as such, so you need to stake Betu tokens and then you can earn Betu tokens. And then the other one's real money betting where, you know, we'll allow different cryptos and things. But learn a hell of a lot in terms of the building of the platform, the onboarding of users, the way users behave. Um, which then we can just take all that data and information and put it into the BetU platform, which we'll launch in the coming months. Yeah,
3: I was going to say that the ONU was something where we thought would be a really good testing ground and – Like any platform, when you launch it, you're going to have bugs, you're going to have creases, and the EARNU platform just allowed us to iron out those creases and bugs without any complaints from players because they're obviously not betting with real money. They're staking their BetU, they're predicting the outcome of sports and esports events around the world and getting paid in BetU for those correct predictions. So for us, it was a really good dip the toe in the water. Let's just see how this platform performs. we are blown away with how well it did go. And so few tweaks, so few um creases that we need to wind out. So yeah, now we're really all systems going and getting ready for the launch of the actual betU platform, which is the traditional sports book and uh, casino.
1: so so where did now now I know you're ready to go? so so now it's like, look, you, this was a huge project to begin with, and you guys went from concept to deployment, if I remember correctly, in seven months. So, which is a an incredible sprint of, of which I'm sure you guys, you know, launched and it's like, oh my God, now we have to, that's just the starting line. You know, yeah. now now we have a product, now we have to go out and we have to deploy it. We need users, we need, you know, um, feedback, we need all these things. And and so throughout that, somehow uh, you guys decided to take on another massive project, which is the metaverse. So, you know, run through now and and now... Paul, you're good to go. So let's kind of hear, you know, the the thought process around like um, it, it's not a pivot; it's an expansion of of the original concept. And where did that come from? And and how do you guys, uh, you know, feel that that fits into the original theses?
2: Well, it was something we we're always looking at doing. It was just going to be further down the track. And with the play to earn space, obviously, the metaverse and the gaming is all sort of tied in together. And so we see us having three perfectly integrated platforms where we have EarnU, which is the predict to earn. Then we have BetU, which is a traditional online um, sportsbook and casino, but will involve all major cryptocurrencies. That's one change we made um, to the original plan was instead of forcing people to bet with a BetU token, we'll allow them to bet with Bitcoin, USDT, ETH, and whatever else we want because obviously we just want people using the platform and betting. Um, for that turnover whereas you know forcing people to then convert into Betu tokens when obviously the volatility is there obviously it's already there in uh, bitcoin and bigs it is more so on uh, on the smaller coins so we think that's a big change we made and then the bet you versus something we wanted to roll out Um, further into the future which but it's obviously a big build and it's a separate um company that's actually doing it so we hired a game development company an animation studio out of brazil and they've been working on it since uh almost november last year and so that's where we just feel that the whole metaverse casino concept where we can then feed traffic back into the betting platform and have all our own games and things within the, the metaverse space. Yeah. So here's the actual, um, what we've already built in terms of the...
1: So you're using the Unity engine, which is fabulous. Yeah. You know, I, I appreciate when people go with either Unreal or Unity so that we don't have, you know, some of these proprietary things that a few few uh, few projects have rolled out.
2: And then so here's like the, we've got like the bar and then the... Oh, Sorry, lounge, we've got all the slot machines up here, poker tables, we've got to play blackjack and all that sort of thing over here. So we're actually building out all the games now. So the floor, etc., et cetera, has been, um, has been built, and now it's about rolling out the floor. I'll stop sharing there, Jay, because so it doesn't affect the bandwidth.
3: When Paul says we're building out the games... What he's actually talking about there is we're actually building out the games. We're designing the games. We can basically do rock, scissors, paper as one game, for example. We can do whatever we want with these slot machines. We can partner with other uh, casinos or other players in the metaverse space, and they can actually brand the slot machines as them. They can actually brand uh, the blackjack tables as them. So that's super exciting. When you're building your own casino games, you've got full control over what they look like, what they represent, and how they're branded.
2: Well, say, we, yeah, so like for example, the BetU platform, we've partnered with SportRadar, who give us all the data feeds for sport, Odin for all the data feeds for all the esports, and then we've got um, a bunch of different suppliers for the casino we work through and uh, through one aggregator. And then they provide all the leading casino games that you would see on any other online casino. So we've got that traditional stuff within the Betview platform, but within the Metaverse stuff, there's no one building um, these sort of games. So we have to build them all ourselves, which is exciting, but obviously uh, challenging in the same um,
1: term. So, so, so walk me through a little bit of, and I, I want to understand a little bit of the technology that that we just saw on screen there. So we, we've got Unreal Engine, which is rendering a, a game, which is entirely appropriate, and it's you know that's that's Web two technology, which is works fabulously, and, and it's there for for these games. And there's and we're talking about potential real money uh, be, being at stake here. Talk to me about the the blockchain side of how those games are going to be validated. Is it a Web two server that's generating these things out, or is every single card dealt, every single hand and uh, spin of the wheel. You know, like what's recorded, what's, what's, what's done by Web 2, what's done by Web 3. So walk me through a little bit of that.
2: Yeah, so we'll be using both so we'll infrastructures in a lot of the different games and some we'll be using like Chainlink for... The randomize- randomization um, and random number generation and things for the slot machines um, will be part, and then some of the blackjack and things will be traditional web two within um, Unity. So it'll be a game within a game, as such. And then we'll be using all the different crypto wallets and things for obviously the payments and payouts, etc.
1: What, what, uh, and what, and are you sticking with Binance or uh, have you migrated chains?
2: No, so we're still just on Binance Smart Chain. we may be bridged to ETH just because it's 100% compatible. But we will, at this stage, we'll still allow um, other crypto to be played with, the same as on BetU. So, if, for example, if you want to come in and play slots with BTC, you can do that. But what we'll do is we'll have sort of a, a deposit wallet and then we'll have a, a playing wallet, which the playing wallet will be centralised just because we need it to be able to... Um, you know, you don't want to be playing a transaction every time someone's on a slot machine. Say, so if they're using ETH and hitting, hitting spin, you don't want to be paying a transaction fee every time. So you'll be depositing into like a centralized wallet as such, and then you'll be able to play with that and it'll make it a lot easier and cheaper in terms of the fees.
1: That's fabulous. And, and um, you know, obviously, it's, it's not going to be a vacuum. There's, there's not going to be a vacuum of, of people uh, in, the, in the space. So there's going to be other members interacting. Is there, you know, players? Um, what about, like, staff? What about casino staff? What about, you know, other, other people kind of interacting? Are you Is this going to be a hosted event, or, or what's it going to look like?
2: Yeah, so we'll limit the players, like, the amount of people in, on one server at one time, obviously, for latency and lag. Uh, to make sure it's a smooth experience, but so we've got a bunch of different ideas with the staff. One is like, like for example, we're doing a partnership with Vogue, which is like another sort of metaverse play where they've got these robot uh, heads that they'll potentially be like dealers within the casino and bar- bartenders and things like that. And we obviously want to make it hugely interactive. would be actually when you're playing poker, where you can actually talk to other people because it's like, say, for example, there's there's one other poker. Um, it's a free-to-play poker game in the metaverse in Decentraland, which is uh, Decentral Games or Ice Poker. And they actually, the figures are saying that it's about 60% of the traffic that go through Decentraland is for ice poker, which is a a, a phenomenal number. Wow. Um, And that's like a free-to-play model. Uh, It's just Uh, poker. poker. And we think we can, obviously, Decentraland Decentraland has limitations in terms of the graphics and what they're doing there. So we feel like we can really build off that um, and make it such an interactive experience where you can actually potentially talk to other people you're playing with Um, you can have banter back and forth, whether it's chat or voice and things. So there's so much we can do, uh, in terms of staffing, obviously we'll have the, the poker, the, the dealers and things will be an automated thing at this stage, um, to eliminate any human error or things within say like the play. Um, but it's definitely something we would look for in the future. And it's also so many things you can potentially do with, uh, with workers and things and, providing you know like uh a, a sort of a wage for different people to come in and they would whether it's you know cleaning up the floor or whatever it is within the space uh cleaning rooms up because we want to actually build it out the long-term vision is seeing it as like a resort like a vegas style resort where you have the casino floor then you have like play to earn gaming levels would have like a nft museum I'd love to build out like an education level too for like crypto where you can walk around. So essentially, you know, like if you go into Caesars Palace in Vegas or the wind, where you can go through and shop at at the different retailers or you can go into watch a show and things like that. It's sort of where we want to take it eventually
1: yeah i mean it it, it, truly once you have the metaverse there's so many things you can do and and you can move that around and 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 do a number of things especially with unity behind it and and the fact that you guys are kind of on chain off chain what's the you know talked about the roadmap so you've got a number of things that are kind of coming down the pipe um you still have the original project and and when does when does the actual gambling side of 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 bet you um take off
2: So we're looking to roll out BetU probably about 30 days after we do the NFT sale. So the the platform's all ready to build. So we wanted to do the – because we do have a lot going on, we sort of wanted to stagger it rather than sort of just putting it out there Um, and so that the announcements sort of get blurred. Um, So we want to do the NFT sale for BetUverse, which is basically – the, that gives people an avatar within BetUverse, um, points to play earn you every week where they can earn crypto rewards. They'll also get a condominium within the BetUverse hotel, which will release all the details for that. And the way we see that is like where you'd actually be able to kit out your own room, sort of like Sims way back when, where you can, you know, put in you can put in your own poker t- poker table and have like private poker parties with other people. You could, you know, potentially meet a friend. Um, whatever it is, and show them. Sorry, and show them. Um, show them your your room. Have private parties, whatever you want to do. So we'll put that out there. In uh, and where we want to there, take there's
1: that, no, there's no one that's ever gotten in trouble in a private Vegas room ever. So yeah. I, I I see the exact reason for uh, building that, and uh, can't wait for some user to user experiences of what that will end up turning into.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, so we'll do the NFT sale, uh, in the middle of June and then we'll release the BetU platform, um, likely the end of July. And that'll be the full sports book, um, casino. And then we'll, we'll, the actual launch of BetUverse in terms of playable games is likely in Q4, um, because we need to do a lot of testing in terms of, just for for our own licenses as well, in terms of obviously that the the payouts, the um, random number generation, etc., all meet the required standards.
1: Scott, you're you're not. He's not keeping you. Uh, he's on Gallivanting the world, and he's left you to kind of build all this stuff. Is that correct? No,
3: no, definitely not. Um, definitely not, mate. He's uh, he's out doing what uh, every CEO and founder should do: is just um, meeting, greeting, making great partnerships. I think we're most excited about uh, the utility of these NFTs. Everyone is, is aware of what an NFT is, but I certainly haven't seen any, um, except for probably um, the V friends, where the utility of this NFT is is so great where every single uh, owner of the NFT is getting bonus bets. They're getting odds boosters for the actual um, sports book uh, bonus bets uh, each and every single uh, week they're coming to earn you and getting free predictions. So we're excited about the NFT um, and the utility around that, but we're also really keen, um, and I say this to my friends, trying to explain it to people who aren't crypto native or NFT native and saying it's similar to a computer game, you're actually betting with real money. Uh, And so I think that's a nice little sort of analogy there where this is one of the very, very few times I've ever sort of thought, okay, you can actually play a computer game, run around this this BetUverse, um, put down whatever bet you, you may want to be, whether it be sports or casino, and you're actually betting with your real crypto, uh, which is going to be great for those guys who've got uh, portfolios that are sort of hemorrhaging at the moment. Uh, you can certainly try and make a little bit back um, by throwing down some bets or, um, or putting some, um, yeah, ideally um, spins on the actual roulette table or blackjack. Uh, table, so that for me is, is probably what we're most excited about. The BetU platform, uh, the actual traditional sports book and, and casino, that there is is really probably the middle uh, piece of the pie where we've obviously bir- um, built out Earn U. Now we've got the BetU platform uh, coming straight after these NFTs are launched. And then from there, the BetUverse will then be uh, basically integrated into that whole ecosystem. So by the end of this year, we've got EarnU, fully functioning, BetU, the sportsbook and casino, and then also the BetUverse with the uh, NFTs there, all under the one umbrella.
1: I mean it's a, it's a massive you know undertaking and it's more than just two, the two of you guys so talk a little bit about the team um, and, and some of you know kind of how it's grown and, and what you guys have had to deal with again just recently it, crypto winter I, which I don't believe in it's just a little bit of a bear right now because um, there's so many people building there's so much innovation happening a you know, winter means everyone's given up on it and we've you know we've gone home um, that's not the case here so so talk a little bit about like the team and how you guys have been reacting and pivoting uh, over the last Few months
2: yeah so as mentioned before in terms of bet universe we've got uh six uh animators and developers um game developers out of brazil so we've just hired basically a studio there to build out everything to do with bet universe from the from the animations to the nfts to the game design um we've got a testing facility in melbourne which we use they're not they're not part of our staff or anything, but they'll do the um, the testing for the different games. We had to hire them initially for the Betu platform to make sure our security and infrastructure was up to par, which it was. Um, our team in uh, in Vietnam is do our, all our dev work, so we've got it's probably about fifteen guys there in terms of from um, blockchain developers, front end, back end engineers. Uh, so they're building out all the Betu and Earnu platform and manage all the um data feeds and things from like sport radar and odin etc for both earn you and bet you and then in terms of marketing capabilities which is something we've just started to build out more now since the product's actually been in market um, most of our team and we're trying to build sort of a local team in bali um, so we've got a bunch of guys there have come on recently to help us with the nft launch but also from the gambling experience and we've got one guy starting um, in June, who's uh, ex Betfair, he'll come on board. He um, was a marketing director there in terms of that, the betting uh, experience, which will be really valuable in terms of growing um, the user base, which he's already done at Betfair in Australia. So, the, uh, that's the whole team, I guess, now is probably about 30 odd people um, across both platforms and, and, everything we're doing, and everything
1: we're doing. It's a big empire you're building.
2: Well, it's just I'm sort of hoping at little... some stage once. So I see, like, Earn you. obviously, we had to build. EarnU and BetU, well, everything we've done is we've built from scratch. But the EarnU platform is essentially built and the BetU platform is built. We just need to roll it out, integrate. We still sort to integrate the casino games, but it's probably like a three- or four-week process through the aggregators, and then we have all the casino games. Um, and then once they're built, most of, we hope, that's they're pretty much done. Uh, they're not going to require a huge amount of changes moving forward. A sports book's essentially a sports book. There's some different ideas we have um, to integrate like NFTs and how that could work for like season passes and things. But then it will be most of the dev work will all be within Betuverse and depending on the popularity and the success and the customer feedback is where we take it. You know, this, as you said before, like you can take it anywhere you want it. Um, and that's the exciting part of it. But I'd like to I hope have... that, you know, come, uh, you know, another couple of months we'll be focusing on growing the, just growing the user base for BetU and Earn You, and then most of the building stuff is done there um, and the creative stuff will be left to BetUverse.
1: So, so you, you said the word NFT. So I, I, now I'm going to jump on there. So I've, I've thrown my, I've thrown my chips out. I've got all my Bitcoin on the table. It's a, it's a, I've got a really great hand and, and somebody else goes all in, which is way above me. Can I, can I throw my board eight? Out on the table? How, how can I? How can I call? How can I match? Like, is there any? Um, you know, is there? Is there like the little you know shit coin table over in the corner that we can just throw out all the the uh, Luna and other things and just kind of have fun? Or or is, are you guys going to kind of try to keep it professional here?
2: No, at this stage we were, we glad to try and keep a professional um, because obviously there are rules as well, and it needs to be you know provably fair and everything to pass all the tests. So. Uh, the left field things, but who knows where it can go. Uh, and again, that's what I sort of said before. Initially, we want to build out the base, you know, in terms of we'll have, um, blackjack, roulette, poker, and the slot machine games. And then from there, how we want to play it and take it will be sort of up to the community and what we think is going to entertain them um, and create excitement for the everyone who's enjoying it.
1: So you've got your, the as you said, the avatar drop is coming first. And that's and that's about you know we'll see when this podcast airs but that's that's imminent that's coming up here soon and then the uh, is it going to be able to walk in and immediately bet or is it kind of a phased rollout of like hey let's people walk around a little bit and then the betting will come down the road or is it game by game so so again I'm trying to understand like I am I'm, I'm going to buy my avatar but how long do I have to wait before I can start losing money
2: yeah well, so in terms of losing money you'll need to wait um, it'll won't be till Q in terms of verse, but the avatar will instantly give you points every week to use on You, which you can earn BetU tokens from. Okay. So the reason we went with the avatar, you know, we could have done a, a bunch of different ways in the, in the NFT space, you know, whether it's just a card or, you know, like a key for, say, like the condominium, et cetera. But we thought the avatar, you know... Uh, Taps into that whole profile picture sort of display, but takes it a step further where you can actually use it because we'd like to have it where you can actually customize your avatar and things as well. So, not if you've got your board eight, for example, where you know you've, they've got the specific shirt on, where we'd like to see it in the future where you'll actually be able to um, purchase wearables uh, and change your avatar. But in terms of the the utility, it will be instant with earn you, and then you also get bets within the betting platform. But you won't that won't be a way for you to lose your money yet. Once we actually uh, release that the or well, everything to do with the avatar is not is going to be benefit driven, so it's not going to be a way that you'll okay. be able to lose. You'll get you'll get say said earn you points. You'll get credits within BetU, you'll get credits within versus to play. And that's where we see that it'll really increase the value of it. As we do roll out the products, people will start getting more and more utility. But if the whole concept, obviously, of the casino is then that you will bring in other funds so then you can donate that to us, Jay. So if you wanted to, you know, throw down your board eight. No, no, example, don't worry. Every, uh,
1: everyone gets. Yeah, everyone gets Jay's money at some point. So it's it's everyone's favorite thing to spend. So I I, I look happily to donating a, a bunch to your casino. With, Unlike I don't I do zero gambling in a normal casino, but but uh, let's pull back and I want to talk about community. You know, to me that's that's the biggest part of Web three, and I think anyone that that isn't thinking about community um, is is entirely just building in a vacuum. Um, And you guys have done that, so let's talk. You know, kind of where do you have today, and what's the community uh, giving you feedback on for the metaverse side of things?
2: In terms of where we're at with the community, that's something we've still struggled a little bit with, to be honest. Like I thought we would have had a stronger community. You know, we've got pretty big numbers through like Twitter and, um, and Telegram and Discord and things. But in terms of the actual interaction um, and with the sport and eSport, I would have expected a more involvement and more engagement. And that's one thing which sort of disappoints me a little bit with the whole crypto spaces. Although I think we're building something really cool and, and innovative in all fronts, still everyone's about price um, and, and just the money side of things, which I was hoping we would build this community. And it was, obviously, it's still early, so it's still got plenty of time to improve it. But I want to build, like, this community of, of sports and eSports fans and, and gamblers and uh, crypto enthusiasts, but all together, not just talking about just on a token price or Bitcoin's up or down, but actually talking about sport every week, talking about the different eSports. And you're probably aware of, you know, the the growth of eSport, especially in the last few years, has is, is just been enormous. Um, and you see that they're filling out stadiums just as big as, you know, professional sports would be. And so I'd like to hope at some stage in the future, you know, we can grow a community of hundreds of thousands or potentially millions of people that are just fans of sport and eSport. Um, but so far, we've actually struggled a little bit with that engagement because everyone's very price focused, um, whether it's a token or crypto alike um so you know that's uh, some of the people we have brought on recently that i mentioned in bali in terms of marketing is is really just going to be focused on like one dedicated community manager where that all they're doing is actually engaging with the community like we have mods already obviously but in terms of like just different games like we had a poker tournament last week where you know we just put up a prize of a thousand dollars or whatever it was for the, the total prize pool is $1,000, but so getting people to come in and play and just be involved in the community and just, so their job is every day to have different, uh, you know, engagement activities for the community because they want to be in there. And it's something we, you know, we're really hell bent on uh, growing and, and changing the whole philosophy or psychology where they're just focused on a crypto token price and actually want to be involved in our community. And that's one of the things I'd say like in terms of Bored Apes, for example, that you brought up before, like that's their community is so strong Um, and obviously that was the whole success of, you know, Ape Land and everything. But being in Miami, you know, and um, Deacon, like the amount of apes and things and mutants running around and just their interaction is phenomenal and it sort of makes me quite envious in terms of what we have yet to build
1: yeah I, I I mean I can say as as someone who, who leads a community and you saw you saw all the whales running around you know over 100 of us uh from all around the world you know it it's um it's something that you know again should really be on your your focus and on your radar. And I I, I know you guys are, are are so technology focused and, and perfecting these things, and, and you will absolutely will get there. Um, and so you kind of go about it from two different ways. You know, I started with the community, and we we're building a platform, and you guys are building an amazing platform, and and you know you will have a community that rallies around it. And I think for what you're doing, you're you're probably doing it the correct way, um, because there's a lot of people that are promising a lot of things, like hey buy buy this avatar, buy this, but but they haven't even written a, a single line of code. Yet, and so what I got out of permissionless and and you know the number of the conferences, uh, you know please please you know give me your opinions was was a lot of the the anonymous teams, a lot of the you know kind of you know like hey I'm I'm going to promise I'm going to do something later, but give me the money now and uh, you know here's a fancy roadmap. Um, a lot of that's going by the wayside. You know it's it's early you know so early in the asset class and there was you know a couple wins here or there and and you just as long as you got in early it, it was almost anything was a safe bet um, and. And now we're seeing a a very cool temper kind of seem to come across the entire industry and asset class. And, And that's not a bad thing um to have you know the the wildfire go through and kind of kill out all the underbrush it really exposes the the good teams the good people that are actually building things and care about the long-term viability of it and that's why we love having you guys on because you know look you you you, you came out with with the original project you came out with like here's our roadmap and then as soon as you got into it you realized you could do more and you could b- continue building it and it wasn't even though you probably could have um done a lot of things that other projects do which is like yeah that's good enough and let's go you know now we're going to go off and do something Else, um, you're expanding on the idea, and you have enough breadth and, and depth to 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 build what you have today, as well as give a continued evolving roadmap for the community as they as they come on board over the years. And I think that's huge. You guys are still a year less than a year old, correct? Yeah, yeah oh
2: just my God, coming right? up to a year. I, I actually, mean, I'm, next, even, I'm
1: even I'm even older than that. It's
2: uh, no, we're just coming up to a year since we first uh, hired our first lawyer, actually, um, to write up our our plans. So, uh, yeah, it has definitely come along. I think in terms of that roadmap, I think a mistake we did make was moving into the, the play to earn first. I think what we should have done is actually release the, the, the betting platform, um, which was in the initial plans first and then expanded because obviously when you're changing, um, you know, strategy or products and although it's an addition to it and in the long term it'll be – you know, very beneficial. I think we can grow a huge audience just around the play-to-earn. I think it would have maybe, in hindsight, we should have just released what we said we were going to release and then moved into um, the play-to-earn game. But it was also we had to make that decision. You know, the play-to-earn was booming at the end of last year. And I think if we had have just been, you know, a couple of months earlier, we would have really caught that uh, wave. And no, I don't think anyone really predicted to just, for example, to fall off a cliff like it's done. Um, that whole space and that's where I believe what we're doing is it makes sense to have our play to earn game where we can bring players into the ecosystem but we have a profitable business model on the other side which will go to fund the game so we think the whole ecosystem works really well where to me like the great majority of play to earn games they don't really make any financial sense because there's no money coming in so if people stop buying it has to come down because they're just paying it out. Whereas with the whole betting platform and also the Metaverse Casino, they'll be profitable businesses, which will go back to the the token um, and, you know, that'll make the allowance for people to actually be paid out on the play-to-earn side. But in terms of the building stuff that you mentioned, I agree completely with you. You know, people are raising all this money for, like, a Metaverse project, but they haven't built anything. Like already now, like you you saw before, you know, we've already built all the casino floor, it's already done. The designs for, like, the condominium things and you can walk around is already done. Um, now it's about building out the players. And obviously the NFT sale is part of a fundraising exercise in terms of generating um, more funds to complete the build, but we wanted it to be in a position where, you know, we can already show people what we've done to date and they can already people can already come in and play Earn You, although it hasn't been uber popular yet. Um, they can still come in and see the infrastructure that we've already built and tested out um, so they can at least see that we're capable of of building things that they'll use in the future.
1: Yeah, and, and, and again, it, we're still early. There's still so much going on, and you know, I want to circle back because you guys are on you know Binance Smart Chain, which is you know again, everyone's got their their various opinions on chains. But I, I think that from where we started, it was really like you could almost go out and pick any chain. It was it was almost irrelevant, and and we know I know a lot of people that were um you know on on Binance, but as well as you know kind of on Terra. And I think that you know one of the things that nobody really understood is is could a top ten Blockchain, just poof. Disappear, and I mean, um, that's 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 causing some concern around the industry from a variety of perspectives. And so suddenly now, when you're looking at you know what is the reason why I'm choosing the chain? Why am I choosing ETH? Why am I choosing Binance? Why am I choosing Solana? There's a lot more that's need to go into that besides like hey ease of use and, and a variety of things like long-term viability for the people for the projects that were on Terra, and there was a lot of DApps that that were on there doing very well and 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 had nothing to do with the UST stablecoin debacle that happened but quite simply you know made a bet on the technology made a bet on the founders um, and and you know not not just uh is there is there dapp offline um but their user base is entirely scattered into the wind and so it it becomes to me really a lot more of, of validating my my thought process that it, this is going to be an ecosystem of many chains um the idea that there's going to be one chain to rule them all is 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 actually becoming more and more impossible you're going to have to be a multi-chain uh you know ecosystem to be able to survive in in the web 3 of the future but but what's your guys' thoughts
2: Well, it was catastrophic, wasn't it, the last uh, couple of weeks? And it is, to me, one of the most devastating things about it was, as you talked, all the developers that were building projects and building great projects on the whole Terra ecosystem. And even in Bali, where I live, you know, I knew probably six or seven devs that were working on different projects within that ecosystem. Some had got grants. Some were doing it off their own back. And now it's just gone um and just devastating for that and obviously you can look at the financial side of people who and i think that whole ecosystem was built off like savings so a lot of people potentially and loans so a lot of people thought that they might have been doing something safe and this is where it's so detrimental to the industry because someone might have come in who's who's they see a top 10 project you would think that's security and then they come on and they see that they can have a dollar of UST and then they can stake it in, say, like, Anchor and earn 20% return. And they think, well, you know, I'm, I'm in crypto, but I don't want to, you know, I want to hedge my bet. I think that, say, for example, they might have thought, oh, I think the, bar, the, the bear market is, uh, is coming, so I'm going to put it in UST because it's stable and secure. And now they've lost everything. Or there's those people that, you know, because it was built on loans as well, everyone leveraged all their Luna to buy other projects or to, you know, to do whatever they wanted to do, and now they got liquidated and and lost a lot. Um, You know, it's pretty devastating for the whole ecosystem. I'm sure, you know, it'll rebound, and I think crypto moves so fast that a lot of people – you know, we'll forget. Yeah, yeah,
1: they'll be forgotten. But no, I, I agree with you. And there was a lot of you know. We talked to a few dev teams uh, that that were out raising money that we knew were like, you just closed around literally a month ago, and they go, we we had the treasury in. In, in UST. Um, you know, they, they believed, you know, they did their raise, they had their money and, and they were over in, in Terra, um, just saying, look, we've got a million dollars in the bank. Cool. We're earning 20%. Like we can, we can manage that and other things. Um, and, and there was a number of failures that, that, you know, Web3 kind of opened up on this. And the number one is, you know, that kind of permissions level. Um, teams that had flown, you know, kind of like, hey, my money's in the stable coin. Like I'm going to leave home and and do the, all the right things. I'm going to put my ledger in a vault. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to travel with it because that would be irresponsible or you know hey this is I, I'm using a multi-sig wallet. so there's a lot of technology um, successes I would say during this but there was also a lot of technology failures you know clearly algo stable coins are dead I you know I, I'd never believed in them in the first place because I understand I don't understand the algorithm but I understand blockchains and smart contracts so I'm not going to say I was a genius for avoiding it I was too dumb to understand it so I stayed away um, and and you know but that that clear wasn't everyone but I knew a number of people that were traveling you know Know, left, left home, left their ledgers and everything else in the safe, and had no ability to liquidate and just watch UST do its do its little downward spiral with no ability to to get out. And I think that that's going to really showcase again. We have to evolve as an industry. Like that can't be like, oh, I'm just effed. Um, that that doesn't work and that doesn't help for the asset class because it's going and it's going to scare a lot of people away that will never come back. Um, so you know, I really applaud you guys for again the amount of time energy you put into this. And I also want to applaud you for saying like, look, the currencies of which we're going to use is, is Bitcoin Um, and others. You know, we, I I think that's the right answer. You guys are having your own coin. You clearly would like to see value there, but, but that's a different vehicle, different investment vehicle than, than, than something like Bitcoin. There's two different theses here and you guys need liquidity as well for, for your team. So I, I think it's, it's really Interesting from my perspective to watch, you know, uh, the, the Bet You universe as well as other teams like yours, really starting to take a step back and say, like, you know what. What let's let somebody else manage Bitcoin like that. That's enough of a, a thing. We don't need to create yet another coin, yet another currency, yet another token. Um, and so it's really interesting you guys saying, but we can provide value. We can provide you know a, a place for people to, to to come. We can we can do lots of things there. And so I think that that kind of like openness that's starting to uh, to, to expand a little bit um, is going to be really healthy for for the overall Web three uh, roadmaps.
2: Yeah, yeah for sure. And one of the things with uh, for us to open up is, in terms of the gambling space, it's you know bear market or bull market, people are going to gamble, um, even more so sometimes in the in the bear market, rightly or wrongly, that's how people behave. And it was when Luna crashed the other day, there was we Stake.com, which is one of the leader, leading sort of web two crypto based um, in terms of accepting cryptocurrency gambling platforms. Um, the top nine people in the 24 hours had gambled $51 million. Um, and that happens every single day. Uh, and that was when the ultimate crash with with Luna was going on. So it doesn't stop people. And people want to bet in Bitcoin or they want to bet in Ethereum. And so for us, it's like, why would we force them to change into our token? Sure, we love them too and we'll provide incentives for them to do, to do that. Uh, but... We just want them using our platform and playing. And when you see the sort of turnovers in this space of what people are putting through and wagering, you know, it's astronomical.
1: Absolutely. Scott?
2: Yeah, we also want to give people
3: an opportunity to get an experience from holding crypto. I mean, you can stake it. There's there's not really an experiencer. And so what we're really about is how can we give people an experience for not only holding Bitcoin or Ethereum, uh, whatever uh, coin they actually have, but be able to go in and put some bets on on a weekend on the NBA or NFL, whatever it may be, but to actually have an experience because you've got crypto and be able to then hopefully grow that crypto portfolio and not waiting for capital growth uh, is a really sort of unique angle. And Obviously, the state guys are doing a phenomenal job. Uh, They've got huge, huge numbers. And even if we just take a little slice of that, uh, we're going to be certainly uh, destined for some great things.
1: Yeah, no, and, and that's exactly, you know, listen, it's about survival at this point, you know, and, and that's not just for the Web3 asset class. I mean, there, there's a lot going on in Web2 and, and Main Street is going to be struggling as well as Wall Street. So, you know, right now, and, and I've been through a number of different asset classes through, through, you know, I, I don't think anyone's calling this a recession, but, you know, clearly there's some global economic issues going on around the world right now from the repercussions of, of COVID and lockdowns. And so, you know, I, I, I don't know what's coming next, but I can quite simply say that, that, the concepts of what you're putting out and the the theory the theories of which you're you're validating is that people are going to want to spend more time connecting, but it's not going to be in physical spaces. Um, and so I think exactly what you guys started out with Betu, which is connecting people around the world in a in a hobby of theirs. Um, some people it's a profession. I you know I don't know the difference. And uh, you know, but but adding that visual trade in there will really help with that with that in person connection. You know, clearly you know uh, Paul, you and I have talked a number of times, but it was a very it's a very different thing to like suddenly see you in permissionless um, and be able to interact in a more fluid, fluid manner besides just over zoom or, or, or right here in the podcast. And I'm really excited to kind of see how the metaverse evolves because right now it's still a video game. Um, but, but it, we have to take steps and we have to move in that process. And so again, i um, really excited to see what you guys are doing. Um, the, what's, what's the date of the drop and then, um, kind of what, how can people find out more about the project and roadmap and as well as if they want to read a white paper.
2: Yeah. So the plan drop is on, it's either going to be on the 14th or the 21st of June. Uh, we haven't locked it in just yet. We will in the next uh, week or so. If they want to find out more about BetUverse, um, it's betuverse.io is the website. Um, would love everyone to get involved uh, who's interested in the space in terms of the NFTs. There's going to be a lot of utility moving forward. Um, I know that through UJ, we've whitelisted a lot of the The Y whales, so welcome aboard to everyone. Wants to uh, get involved, and as you know, Jay said, we're building a lot of things, and we see we're going to offer a lot of utility moving forward um, within our entire ecosystem. And we see essentially the NFTs is a way for people to actually own part of that metaverse experience, but also to get. Utility within our whole ecosystem. So, by all means, um, if anyone is interested, would love to have you on board. At this stage, the um, NFTs will be going for point one ETH, um, and yeah, love to have you on board. But BetUverse.io is where you can find out more information.
1: That's a great price, and it's just getting lower every hour. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. YWales, Whales? Absolutely. This is BetU and uh, BetU Metaverse coming soon. More information on the Discord and, and
0: guys looking forward to having you back on Fireside. YWales Whales was founded in 2021 by Jay Steinbeck, a passionate entrepreneur and business owner with the purpose of bringing YPO and YNG members together in the cryptoverse. Y Whales is a collaborative and confidential community centered around cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology, an exclusive crypto hub of more than 600 members. To be notified when we release new content, please subscribe to our show and your preferred listening app. For more information, visit www.ywhales.com.